Happy Tuesday. We're back for another episode of the XFL Insider Podcast. This week's guest is Torian Taylor. Torian, how's your night going, man? My night is going wonderful in yourself. Very good. Nice to talk to you, man. I've watched your highlights. I researched you a little bit and you're a hot name with the HBCU uh, category of players, in my opinion. So excited to hear more about you, man. Find out more about you and what makes you tick almost, you know, as an athlete. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me on. No problem, man. Hey, where are you calling in from tonight? Where where are you located? I'm calling in from Atlanta, Georgia. Nice, nice. Sir, Not too far out. South. What'd yeah, you say? Yeah. I said the dirty south, man, the peach state. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you ain't lying, man. Like sure. I said, you're not too far from me. Um, the South is the South, and we know it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, how's things going for you? Recently, I've seen you signed to the Vegas Nighthawks, so congrats on that achievement. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Things are going well for me, man. Just been putting in work and keeping my emotions uh, together and just getting my head mentally prepared to travel to the west coast and put on the best display of uh, athleticism for my family and for the kingdom of heaven that's awesome man i'm excited to see what you do and, and how you take this opportunity and unfold um i will say before we get started i talked to dante last night and he'll i'll play his interview at the end of, of our live stream but he almost had the same type of opportunity you did you know he's going to the frisco fighters he's offensive lineman but I mean, very similar in terms of, you know, you are just trying to take that step to the next level. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, it's, just, it's, a, it's a long journey. There's it, it, no shortcut since, to success. You know what I mean? So you just got to take what, uh, what offers uh, hot and, and make the most of each and every opportunity. Yes, sir. Agreed on that. Let's get started talking about you a little bit more, if that's okay. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, tell me what this is a question I ask everybody. Tell me more about your background. What, what's something people should know about you, whether it be high school, college? Just just tell us a little bit more about you. OK, originally, um, my first sport was baseball. Actually, I stopped playing baseball and began to take football seriously back in uh, sixth grade. I was 11 years old and uh, at my middle school, we could start playing for the school in the seventh grade. So. My sixth grade year summer, I just began to lift weights and put in extra conditioning work. And ultimately, I just I fell in love with the game of football. And I attended Miller Grove High School uh, for my ninth and 10th grade season. I didn't play football at all in ninth grade, but I played in 10th grade. Uh, I had a couple touchdowns and I ended up fracturing my collarbone and I ended up transferring to Tucker High School my junior year, where I won a region 6A player of the year. And we went to the state championship. Now, uh, around uh, the springtime of that year, I started getting offers from Cincinnati, Miami of Ohio, Marshall, Southern Mississippi. So I began to see my recruiting kick up. And um, ultimately, I committed to Kent State. And uh, they ended up firing their whole coaching staff and bringing their new staff, which made me open back up my recruitment. And I um, ended up getting a, a few offers from HBCU schools around the nation and had an in-home visit with Tuskegee University coach uh, Kevin Powell. And um, we just hit it off from there. I took an official to the school and I loved everything I saw. And I just wanted to be a part of that culture. And then um, the rest is history. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, just looking at some of your achievements. Most recently, you were named the 2023 overall team MVP. Um, you were a team captain. 
your HBCU player of the week once. I mean, you got a lot more stuff, but that's just to name a few. So, I mean, you had a good career. Oh, we lost you. There he is. Yeah, it kicked you. It's all good. I was just saying, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. I was just saying you had a good, uh, some good achievements there at Tuskegee. I mean, you, you, you really showed out. Yes, sir. It was a wonderful time, and I'm thankful for Coach Willie Slater. I'm thankful for head coach Reginald Ruffin and Aaron James for believing in me and giving me a shot to display the uh, the athleticism and the attributes that God has blessed me with, man. I'm forever grateful for the uh, surrounding support system that I have because I understand that it takes a village to raise a child and a young man at that. So I'm just very grateful to be in the position that I'm in. Yes, sir. Nothing wrong with being humble, man, especially being in your your position. You you could walk into things with a big head and not, not take any of the, the offerings that people give you, but you being able to do that and apply that for what you need is really what's going to make you a star athlete. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So in terms of your college career, everything went well. Now I wanted to ask this, did COVID mess you up at all during those years? Did you have any kind of. Uh, um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like, um, COVID was a setback for, for a lot of college athletes, especially on the Division II level. Um, we weren't allowed to have fans at home games, so that, that kind of played a kind of played a, a role in, in the, the success of our team. My uh, COVID year, I ended up actually spraining my ankle in uh, 2021, and uh, we ended up going 3-8 and eight as a, a team. And that, that was a really tough year, and I had some, some mental uh, mishaps, you may say, and I just had to just really do some soul searching and figure out what's the next best step. So definitely, man, COVID, COVID definitely had an impact. Yeah, it's a that's a noticeable thing that I've talked to most of the athletes <clears throat> during those years. Either you miss some opportunities or you miss the chance to kind of shine and, and get your name out. So, you know, I just wanted to highlight that and see if that was a problem with you as well. But I mean, if you played from 19 to, to now at any point, I mean, that probably messed anyone up, per se. Right, right, right. <laughs> there, there were a few that benefited off the extra year, but most people wanted to move on. They didn't want to hang out and, and do it again, you know? Yeah, I actually had an extra year to play college football, but um, I figured once I got invited to the HBCU Legacy Bowl, the guy was telling me, like, hey, you're ready for the next level. You're You're prepared, and you put the work in to be able to – head on to the professional level. So I just took that by the by the, the horns and, and, you know what I'm saying, face the challenge head on. That's a smart play, man. I mean, you want to take that momentum of that final great year and just keep on rolling. So, I mean, I think that's a smart play. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, this is a question I ask certain athletes, and it, sometimes it's role models, sometimes it's other things. But who is your favorite athlete, man? If you could name one person as a role model or someone that you, you admire, who would that be? Uh, favorite athlete, uh, I probably have to tiptoe along the side of, of basketball when it comes to this, man. I, I like LeBron James. LeBron James is a, a great role model, man. He's just a, a pure example of how to have a, to have longevity in your career, how to sacrifice and, and just the, with the expectations that he had coming into the league at a, a young age and to be who he is on a consistent basis for 21 years is just it's just mesmerizing to me, man, and I, I really I admire that about the King King James. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is one to be admired. He is 37, is that right? Uh, 38. 38. 39, wow. yes, sir. Wow. So, yeah, he's had a hell of a career, man. I, I didn't realize he was that old until last week. He was listening to a show, and 
somebody said it and I looked it up. It was like, my lord, this man. He's a baller, dude. Yep, and if you look at his numbers, man, it's 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 not a drop off at all from the time that he first entered into the NBA, leading up to 21 years later, man. And it's just it's an amazing thing to see, and the NBA is gonna truly miss him once he's done playing, man. And I I just pray that someone comes along and is able to, you know, what I mean, continue the trend of just just being a absolutely dominant basketball player, man. That'd be great for the game. Yes, sir. Agreed on that. Yeah, I mean. Back in my day, it was Michael Jordan. That's that's the big one that we all knew and loved. Or it may have been Kobe Bryant. You know, he was he was also one we all knew and loved. But agree, that's that's a great athlete to to really align yourself with. <clears throat> so, in your time at Tuskegee, you your nickname is Toro. Is that correct? Absolutely, yes, sir. Can you tell me why why do they call you Toro? Oh, uh, so. I originally got the nickname Toro back in, I want to say eighth grade, eighth grade. So a lot of people, they don't know how to pronounce my name, which is Torian. And a lot of people were pronouncing Toron or Torine, Torian or things of that nature. And I was just like, man, maybe, maybe I should just, 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 just call myself Toro. You know what I'm saying? Just to simply, to simplify it and uh, just, just have a name that's that rolls off the tongue more fluently, and announcers have more fun with that. Comparing me to the the bull, of course, which which is uh, the Spanish meaning of Toro, and um, that's yeah, that's that's really where it originated from. And the people uh, who was uh, closer around me or went to school with me, they, they really couldn't pronounce my name well. So, understood. Yeah, I, as soon as I saw your name, is it weird that I I knew what it was? Yeah, <laughs> I had it yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it unique names. I, I, I was a coach down in Southeast Missouri there for a little bit and we had some unique names there too. And really it, you learn very quickly, you know, what, what it is, how to say it, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just something that, you know, it sticks out in terms of like your time at Vegas. Uh, are you pretty excited about that? You ready to go? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I've never been to the West Coast at all, not even for a visit. I've only been on an airplane one time, which was to my trip to um, New Orleans for the HBCU Legacy Bowl. So I'm very excited, man, just to just to be taking this next step in my life. And like I said, I'm more than grateful. I'm humble and I'm just ready to go out and put on a show for the people who believe in me. And of course, my Lord and Savior. And I just I'm just very thankful to be in this position that I'm in. I'm very happy for you, man. I, that's a good squad to be on. Are you familiar with Evan, Evan Willsmore? Uh, no, no, I'm not. All right. Well, he he's the assistant director of player development. I believe that's his okay. title. Okay. So you, okay. You should you should have some contact with him once you get there and start running and doing some things. You know, uh, but yep, great yep. guy, great dude. I'll have him on next week Tuesday. Um, so okay. watch in if you want, get to know a little bit more about him. But he, he's a good guy, man. I think that'll be a good relationship there. I'll definitely be tuning in, brother. I'll definitely be tuning in. And like I said, my uh, my head coach is uh, Mike Davis, and I've been communicating with him. And like I said, he um mentioned to me that our report date will be uh, shot over to us uh, anytime between now and Friday. And our schedule just been released today. And like, like I said, man, I'm just very excited to put those pads back on and get back to work, man. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and say that the schedule did drop today, guys, if you're interested. 
the IFL schedule. I mean, get on, check it out. It's on their social media as well as their website. Are you pretty uh, in terms of the arena ball? Have you wit- witnessed any arena ball? Have you have you like got to see a game in person yet? No, sir. No, sir. I have not. Honestly, I'm just like I said, I'm just very fortunate and grateful for this opportunity to experience new things. You know what I mean? I it definitely would be an adjustment playing uh, 8v8 football on a smaller field. And like I said, man, I'm just I'm just happy that I'm able to put those pads back on again, because like when I put those pads on, it feels like a, another home for me. And I'll, I'll play against 12, 14, or 15. It doesn't matter how many guys on the field. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, uh, to put the work in and, and display my talent. Awesome, man. Sounds like you're ready to roll for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can't wait. Tell me what's some of the biggest strengths you have as an athlete or just football player in general. Um. Okay, so I'll say this. When you get to the college level, just about everybody can play. You know what I mean? Just about everybody can play. My biggest attribute, I'll say, is just the the work ethic. You know what I mean? I'm a, After workouts, I'm going to go put in more work. After practice, I'm going to go put in more work. I'm sitting at home. I'm just like, it's, it's, it's some work to be done. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not just going to just sit around. I'm going to do some push-ups. I'm going to do some. I have weights in my house. I'm going to do some curls. I'm going to do some shoulder presses. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to just take that extra step because I understand that on game day, what you do in the dark always shows up in the light. So that that's my biggest attribute, man. I feel like uh, as, a, as a smaller back, as an underdog type of player, that, you know what I mean, the, th- the stuff that gets overlooked is what makes me stand out. Understood. Understood. So that goes into my next question. What's some of your strengths as a running back? What makes you successful? While you do this, I'm going to play your YouTube in the background. Okay. Okay. Um... Just uh, over the years, I've learned to be patient with my speed. I learned to um, be a student of the game. I've learned to just, you know what I mean, just read blocks and understand defensive schemes and what they're trying to do. Um, I've, Like I said, I'm quick, fast. I'm a physical guy. It may not seem like it, but I'm a physical guy. I live ways for a reason. You know what I mean? I, I pride myself on not getting uh, chased down. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always going to fight for that tuck, that, that, that uh, extra yard. And I'm just, like I said, man, I've just been extremely blessed with the, the gifts that I have, man. And I, I tend to use them on each scale and each platform that, I, that I'm on. Understood. Now, watching your film, I can really see your ability to redirect. You know, you see a hole, you hit the lane, you're out. And yes, it's, it's very common in watching you. And I watched the two highlight tapes you had on YouTube. <clears throat> and, I mean, it's like as soon as you see that hole, Think he's out. Yep. Foot in the ground. Foot in the ground. Yep. My head coach at Miller Grove, Damian Wings, he he told me, man, like, once you see that lane, put your foot in the ground and get north now. I remember that from when I was 15 years old, man. That always resonated with me and it always stuck with me. And um, I'm a heckler on outside runs because I understand that a lot of defenders have a hard time making tackles outside the numbers. So... When I get outside the numbers, it's, that's just like like uh, playground football for me, man. It's just, just going out there and making people miss, having fun with it. Yeah, you can see it, man. I mean, you, you really can, watching your highlights. Yes, sir. Yes, just sir. bouncing off and rolling. Absolutely blessed. Like I said, man, what's done in the dark always come to light. I have the opportunity to uh, 
just uh, to talk to younger athletes, and I always tell them, man, it's not about what you do when everybody's watching. It's all about what you do on your own. 100% right there, man. That's that's a given. If you don't work for it, you're not going to get it. Absolutely. So I got some comments coming in. I'm going to get to in just a second, guys. All right, so Texas Pete said he's playing in IFL, not in arena, different rules. True, true rule. The rules are different, but when I necessarily mean arena, I just mean inside a, a smaller field. And then he said, what's the biggest challenge to play on a smaller field? So what do you think right now? What's going to be your biggest challenge? Um, the biggest challenge for me, I honestly, don't. I really don't feel like it would be a, a challenge. I feel like it would be – Matter of fact, I'll say this. I'll say the speed will probably be a little a little more faster because of the smaller space that we're playing in. But I don't necessarily consider that to be a challenge. I, you know what I mean? I feel like that's a it's an advantage for me in a way because I'm a, a smaller guy and I can use that to my advantage. Yep, yep. Agreed. How tall are you? I am five six. Yeah, so you're you're pretty beefy, man. I looked at most of your stuff. You're five six, but you you, you wide, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm about 195 pounds. Wow. So you come out swinging. People really don't expect that power, do they? Exactly. Exactly. Even announcers from my uh, my college days would consider me a a speed back, and then they'll see me play, and they'll see me get that tough third and three, and they'd be like, "Whoa, he's supposed to be a a scat back." No, he's a he's a, a all, every down back who can catch the ball and things of that nature. So it's awesome, man. I still got your t- highlights running in the background. I got to turn them off or I'll keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the love and support, man. Hey, anytime, man. That's what I'm here for. That's what my crew is here for, too. We just want to kind of get the word out, get your story out. And like I said, just see what makes you tick, you know, as a player. Yes, sir, man. Just like I said, man, just the love of the game. There's some people that Coach Prime, he's famous for saying that some people are in, in like with playing football and some people love the game and i'm one of those who love the game it has done so much for me man and i'm very appreciative to even you know what i mean like to step out of my comfort zone and and do something that's not typically normal of me even stepping into the indoor football league realm of things man i'm, I'm willing to do it for the love of the game because i understand that my love and my passion will, will will take me to heights that i didn't even think was imaginable so i'm, I'm willing to take on any any challenge by the horns, man. You know what I mean? I like the horns reference there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, I, I see what you mean, though. You're saying even if it's a big field or small, you're going to be ready and you're going to prepare yourself adequately, no matter no matter the playing surface or rules or people you're even up against. Absolutely. Understood. Yeah, so Texas Pete was commenting. I was just trying to hit some of his highlights, some of his concerns. But he said, can't wait to watch you play in San Antonio. <laughs> yep, yep, we do have the uh, – I can't remember the, the, the name. The Gunslingers. Gunslingers, San Antonio Gunslingers, yep. I think we yep. have them at home. Got you. Yeah, man, I wish y'all were closer. There's not any games that are really close to me down in Mississippi. Everything's kind of a, a far-out drive, but I'm hoping to catch something at some point. Yeah, man, if you ever get in the area, I have some tickets waiting on you. <laughs> yes, sir. Sounds good. I may hit you up on that, seriously. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I'll have tickets to give away. Like I said, I'm all the way across the country, so I know my families won't be able to make every game. So. Understood. Vegas is going to be wild, though, man. It's going to be a little different living there. 
Yeah, man. I'm, like I said, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for everything that, that it has to offer. I'm coming with a, a clean, clear mind, a, a strong mental. You know what I mean? I'm just ready to put the work in and get to the next level. Speaking of that, how do you feel about the opportunity to develop your skills in other leagues besides the NFL, whether it be this, XFL, USFL, or whatever? I mean, as you as a player, how do you feel about those leagues? Uh, right now, I'm just I'm, I'm putting all of my focus into the indoor football league, as I should. You know what I mean? I got to learn. To, uh, my coach has shared the film with me. I've been watching the film and just learning the, the speed of the game, learning the play calls and the adjustments. And I understand that in this league that – Receivers are able to go in a vertical type motion before they cross the line of scrimmage. So I'm just, I'm, I'm a student of the game right now, man. I'm just, just soaking up everything that I can learn about the indoor game right now. And as far as the the XFL, USFL, and the NFL goes, those are definitely uh, uh, opportunities that will present themselves as long as I do what I'm supposed to do in the uh, position that I'm in right now. Great answer, man. It sounds like you're ready to roll. Like I said. And- I mean, talking to Dante last night is the same type of attitude. That's what's crazy. Y'all, I, y'all should talk, man. You might get along, seriously, because it's <laughs> very that's that, that's, that, that's that offensive lineman running back relationship, man. <laughs> You're right. You're right. He knows he's there for that, and, and he, he's up for it as well, you know. Um, it, yeah, it's a great – he's a great dude, man. I, watch it if you get a chance after this, and you'll get a little bit more uh, – get to know a little bit more about him. Definitely. He, yeah, I was just curious of what you thought the opportunity held for players like yourself. I mean, you know, if you look back, I don't know, let's say even, what, eight years ago, six years ago, there wasn't as many opportunities available. And now you've got a lot more to kind of kind of surf around and find yourself as a player and get your name out more. So it's Definitely, awesome. definitely. But it's, def- it's definitely key to um, take advantage of the opportunity that you do have. You know what I mean? And don't overlook it trying to, uh, you know what I mean, just trying to overlook what you do have and trying to get to the next level without even solidifying your name on one level. You know what I mean? Exactly. Even Coach, Coach Prime says, hey, you got to worry about now. You know what I'm saying? Even uh, my famous, It's a famous saying that the uh, head coach at Benedict, we played Benedict in the championship last year, he said, what are you going to do with your now? And now is no opportunity wasted. So I like it. I'm, 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 like, I'm a hickler for that, man. I'm just not trying to waste any more opportunities that comes my way. Well, sounds like you're ready to roll, man. It, it's it's a repeated thing, but I can tell you're humble. You got a good head on your shoulders, and you're ready to work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, let me ask, what's some long term goals you got? Is there anything that you're looking to do? You know, I know, I know you're really focused on this opportunity, but let's say three to five years ahead, what what are you looking at? Three to five years ahead, man. Uh, it's hard. It's hard for me to. It's hard for me to, to 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 speak on that, man, because I'm so focused on the now aspect of I'm worried about tomorrow, what workout I'm gonna do tomorrow, and how I'm gonna uh, push myself to the limit tomorrow. And I just feel like if I continue with that mindset and continue with my my prayer life and my spiritual evolution, and God will put me in the position that He desires for me to be. That's that's the most important thing for me. Uh, I want my will for my life to align with His, because ultimately His will be the one that works. So. That's that's what I'm acting for. One day at a time. Like I said, now no opportunity wasted. I'm thankful for the opportunity that I do have with the Vegas Knights, the Vegas Vegas Nighthawks, and I'm taking it one day at a time, man. I'm putting in work. Understood. Yes, sir. So, hey, Amari, I don't know, is this someone you know? He said you didn't mention the three-hour workouts in the weight room slash Stone Mountain. 
<laughs> yeah, man. So I uh I actually have videos where um I run up the mountain and um when I go to the weight room, man, I get into a whole different element. I just I stay in there for three to five hours at a time. You know what I mean? And I just put in work. But I I just I feel like I have to leave the gym with a part of my body just not functioning right. If that makes sense. Like I'm just sore to the point where I just gotta I need to rest. You know what I mean? So I understand. And I'm just like I said, man. I'm, I'm taking this thing one day at a time. I'm taking this thing one rep at a time. And I'm just excited for the opportunity that I have, man. Very humble and very grateful. So this is you right here. This is on your YouTube. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's on my YouTube. I have I also have videos on my Instagram. That's at uh, Toro Taylor. T O R O T A Y L O R. If you guys are interested in uh, checking that out, it's uh, it's under my highlights. The highlight is entitled "Sufficient Work." you guys would be able to see some of my workouts and some of my uh some of my mountain runs man <laughs> that's awesome man yeah i just had to play it since you were talking about it so you you doing this on the regular with the mountain runs like do y'all go yes, out sir, there? I live, yes sir i live five minutes away from stone mountain that's so awesome. i'm there i'm there i'm there this is my that's my best friend the mountain is my best friend that's an advantage that i have because a lot of guys don't have a a mountain <laughs> next Oh, he's back. He's coming back. Give it a second. There he is. Hold up. I lost you. Yeah. Uh, do me a favor. Just uh, leave it and then come back and it should work fine. Nope. Still can't hear you. Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to leave it and then come back. I'll try, I'll put it in the chat for you. We've been having issues with Streamyard today. I don't know why. Last night I had a little bit. All right, we'll get him back in here. No worries. Yeah, I'm not sure. And we, me, and him both have good internet. That's the thing too. You can see his videos clear as day, and so is mine. So. Not sure. I think it's on StreamYard's end. We'll wait for him to get back. After we get done, I'm going to stream the interview with Dante Keys. There we are. Yeah, man, I told you this thing's been acting buggy, so no worries. It's, it's nothing you did. Okay, okay, okay. Can, I can hear you perfectly now. Can you hear me? Same. Yep, yep. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The same thing happened yesterday when I was on the call with Dante, man. Exactly the same issue. It's not on either one of our ends because I can tell your internet's good and so is mine. So I'm not really sure. I think it's StreamYard, but no worries, man. We'll get back okay. to what we were talking about. Okay. okay. You're talking about the mountains, though. Is what yeah, you... yeah, man. Like I said, I feel like that's a, a an advantage because not a lot of guys have a mountain that's five minutes really in walking distance of their home. And I use that to my fullest advantage, man. And I'm up there. I'm up there consistently, probably about three to five times a week. And after I leave from there, I go straight to the weight room because the weight room is literally five minutes away from from the mountain. So it's, it's it's a blessing, man. I feel like God put it put everything in place for me to not have any excuses, man. Yeah, that's a beautiful place to work out. Looks like, man, from watching the video. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll include your Instagram in the notes as well. I'm not too active on Instagram, so I didn't even know you were on there. But one, what I'll get you to do is you can send it to me when we're done, and I'll make sure it's in the show notes for everybody. Yes, sir. All my social media platforms are the same. Just Toro gotcha. Taylor. T-O-R-O-T-A-Y-L-O-R. 
I found. Uh, do you have Facebook going as too? I do. That's, that's my my uh, my name, my uh, my government name, which is Torian Taylor. T a u r e a n. Last name Taylor. T a y l o r. Yeah, I try not to use my government name too much either. To be honest with you, <laughs> sometimes it comes out. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's, it's been a good conversation, short and sweet, but it's been nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like I said, I definitely appreciate pre- appreciative of you having me on. Hey, man, I appreciate your time, seriously. And and like I said, either way it goes, I hope you have some good success this year. I got one more question for you, and then I'll, I'll let you go, unless you got anything else, or unless the fans are wanting to ask some questions. Okay, sounds good. So what's your thoughts on all this merger business, man? As a potential player, uh, as someone that may maybe someday be playing in one of these leagues, I mean, what do you? how do you feel about it so far? Uh, I heard a lot of things, but of course, nothing is concrete. Um, I hear that they're bringing in five teams from each uh, league, and personally, I feel like they should bring both eight teams from from each league. But of course, I don't know the, what's behind it or the logistics behind all of the things like that. But um, as far as the combi- the com- combining of the two leagues, it's, I feel like it'd be great for football. It'd be a, a central platform that a central spring league platform that uh, guys such as myself could use to uh, get to the next level and support their families. But like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it, man. I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to see uh, where, where it goes from here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything that's going to make that more professional, that experience more legitimate, you know, bring in better skill. That, that's all beneficial. The only thing that people really are afraid of is losing their job, losing their their team, losing the city they're in. That's right. that's the downsides. But right, that's what I was thinking of when I uh, when I referenced the eight teams. Like, I don't want anyone to, to have to close out their their whole uh, organization, man. That'd be that'd be tough for some people. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been kind of nasty so far in terms of uh just how it's gone. Instead of uniting and, and becoming one single voice of, of, of this, you know, there's been a lot of division. There's been a lot of, I, I heard this, I saw this, I read that, I know better. And, I mean, in my opinion, it's just better to wait it out and see what happens. Yep, yep, we're in the same boat, brother. We're in the same boat. I'm, I'm, I'm checking my, my, my TLs each and every day, just hoping for some good news, man. And Like I said, it would be great to see all 16 teams uh, competing. Agreed. And I'm in the same boat. I took like a 11 day, uh, 11 day break from sh- making a show and I was doing one every two or three days, but man, I just got tired of talking about the same new rumors and speculation and everything. And so it's a good change up to get you guys on the show. So once again, appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Dazzle me 77. I will. <laughs> yeah. We got some more coming in and it might have some questions when you may have already answered them and you can hit them again if you want. Thank you, Aaron. And I think uh, yeah, Aaron said up here too. Oh uh, no, that's not a, too good of a good one. Here's a here's a question from Aaron. What's your what's your goal, football or otherwise? And you kind of uh, you you went out. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, what's, what's your goal, you football or otherwise? Is this, and um, you've already answered kind of. Right, right, right. Like I said, I just want to continue doing what God has ordained for my life and working in my working in my uh, my gift, which is also I um I cook, I have my own catering business. Awesome. Um I, t- I like to train, so like I said, I uh, I train, I cook, 
And like I said, man, I'm just a, a humble individual, just always looking to elevate, bro. What What do you What do you like cooking the most, man? What kind of food? Uh, my My go to did my go to uh, food is pasta. That's gotcha. my specialty. Italian. My specialty. specialty, man. I also do wings and loaded fries, loaded tots, shrimp and fries, things of that nature. And my, uh, if you guys want to check it out, my Instagram page is Toro's Kitchen Catering on Instagram. That's T-O-R-O-S Kitchen Catering on Instagram. If you guys want to check out some of those plates. Make sure you give me that stuff, man. Like I said, I'll stick it in the notes where it can just be clicked and, and it's super easy to get to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, other than that, man, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely big on my faith in God. Uh, like I said, I just want my will for my life to align with his, man, and everything will work out in his favor, and you guys will be the, the first to witness what, what he has in store for me. That's awesome, man. We're, we're I got some more comments rolling in, so we're going to work, work through them, all right? Sir. So Kim Skinner says, great athlete, but amazing young man. Great opportunity, super focused and disciplined. Thank you, Miss Skinner. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. We got T. Horton. Congrats and blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you as well. And we got Aaron again. He said, nice. Stay humble, big dog. It's the only way. Only way to go, man. My mother, she raised me well. I'm very thankful for the, the mother that I have. And cool, big kudos to her. I hope she's watching tonight. Big kudos to you. I love you, Mom. I love that, man. That's awesome. You got some respect for your mom and... and you know, you value her and her position. So that's awesome. And we got Mike. Mike came through. He said, other than RB, what other positions do you have experience at? Receiver. Receiver. So in high school, my um, we ran a wing T offense. So I basically played a, a slot back position. So I have a lot of experience with running routes. And if you pull up my, uh, my high school highlight tape, you will see a lot of long touchdowns from me running seam routes and Things of that nature, man. Uh, speed, speed outs, and like I said, I'm very comfortable with catching the football. It's just the offense that we ran at Tuskegee. We they didn't require me to to, to have to do such. We had a, a receiver room stack full of receivers, so we um end up going ten personnel, and most the most that I would uh, have to do is a uh, screen passes. So that's why the reception yards wouldn't work up like that. But as far as catching the ball, I'm very comfortable with that. That's probably one of the, the top questions I get asked by recruiters and uh, coaches, man. I'm, I'm very comfortable with catching the ball and I'm just thankful and uh, thankful and hopeful for opportunities to be able to display that. Yeah, man, I could see you getting some underneath passes. You, you went out again. There you go. Yeah, I haven't shoes man it keeps cutting out on me i'm not sure why I'm sitting there playing with it hold on one second all right let's see all right can you hear me yes sir yeah i was saying i can see you getting some underneath passes you know and just breaking out you know almost like an album camara and i'm telling you i love catching the ball that's one of my favorite things to do because I feel like I'm unguardable. Of course, anybody who plays receiver or plays a, a running back, they, they, they feel as if they're unguardable. And I, I have proof to, to back up what I say. So, And if anybody want to line it up, we can do it. There's you know, so it's, it's no, it's no issue. He said he's ready. Just let him know. Absolutely. Just let, <laughs> let me know. Line it up. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And having the different skills is going to help you in any kind of league. It's going to give mm -hmm. you, a, you know, the coaches are really going to love that when you can do multiple things. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and also uh, the return game. Definitely in the return game. Uh, punt return, kick return. I'm very comfortable with catching the ball off the foot and, and, and uh, looking for holes and getting in the open field. I operate best in the open field, but I also love to uh, find holes. And like I said, I'm smaller, so I can fit in places that bigger people can't go and hit that thing and bust up out of there at any point in time. So I love the return game, man, also. I, I think you would be a killer returner, man. <laughs> if you get open field speed, you're out. I don't think anybody's going to catch you. Exactly. Like I said, I pride myself on not getting caught because I, I know my teammates will let me hear it once I get back to the sideline, being that I'm supposed to be a speed guy. So pride myself on not getting caught. Nick said, going to tear it up in Vegas. Can't wait to see it. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Can't wait to, uh, like I said, just can't wait to work in my grace, man. Just can't wait to work in my grace. Then he said, appreciate you representing the Gridiron crew. Absolutely, Nick. Absolutely. Thank you guys for believing in me. Yeah, special thanks to them. Uh, great, great guys. Great crew. Um, I've interviewed a few of their athletes now. I think you're like the fifth of the six. But every athlete that's been sent my way is very humble. Uh, great individual. It's got skills. So they know that they know who they got. And, and, and it's great that you guys are all joined together in that team. Man, it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a blessing, man. I had a situation where um, I had an NFL PA certified agent who actually ended up dropping me after my pro day. And uh, Dallas Hartwell hit me up and he said, hey, man, we, we believe in you. We're going to give you a shot. And I, like I said, I took it from I took it as a, a blessing, man, and took it head on and haven't looked back since. So I'm very thankful for the Gridiron crew. Yeah, yeah. They, they know where to put guys and they can find you the opportunities needed to show out. And that's that I've seen that numerous times and the athletes I've interviewed and then just the guys that they pick up and then that sign very soon later. Yep. Yep. But yeah, man, that's about all the questions I got. I don't know. Hopefully this mic don't cut out on me again. (laughs) (laughs) Rusty night, man. I told you it's been 11 days, 12 days since I did my last live stream. So things are a little, little chippy a little shaky shaky right now it's a little shaky but it'll get back on track it'll get back on track (laughs) yes sir yes sir we got some more questions coming in so i'm just gonna hit you with them all right okay do you play any special teams as a returner and how about defensive special teams do you like playing kamikaze definitely man like i said i just love being out there i love playing the game of football i I even love to play defense man where you know (laughs) the the chances of me playing defense are are pretty slim to none right now but i i like i said i study defensive schemes i study the corner position i study linebackers i study safeties man but as far as the return game goes like i said man i love returning I love being in open field, being in open space and operating and trusting my blockers to to lead me to the promised land, man. Like I like I said, I love the I love the return game. That's awesome, man. Yeah, Jay's a good guy. I see him. He's he comments and does a lot within Facebook. So if you, you got the attention of a guy like that, you should be able to uh you, you're gonna have a lot of people following you for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. J. <laughs> and then Latavia. Uh, she said, "Let's go, Toro." Thank you, Miss Latavia Smith. That's my uh, that's my girlfriend. Got you. All <laughs> right, all right. Well, she supports you, man. That's awesome. Absolutely. My girlfriend's supposed to be watching this, but I don't know. <laughs> I <doubt laughs> I'm waiting. On, I'm waiting on my mom's comment. I'm waiting on my mom's comment. <laughs> hey, she will eventually. Hopefully, well, I'll be looking for it, man. Yes, sir. 
We're out. We're about out of questions though, so it's about that time to wrap it up. Okay. Okay. I appreciate you coming on tonight, dude. It, it's been a good interview, good talk. Besides the couple technical difficulties we had, I, I appreciate it greatly. And man, I, I look forward to seeing what you do and and just stay humble and keep doing what you're doing. Keep representing you and, and your craft and God and everything else, man. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for having me on. Hopefully one of these days I get to see you face to face and shake your hand, brother. I agree, man. Good luck to you. If you need anything, reach out anytime. Seriously. Yes, sir. Thanks again. I'll have all your stuff uh, blasted out where everybody can see it and find it easily. Okay. I'll shoot you uh, the, the rest of those links that you need. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. I appreciate you greatly, Tor. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm having some ash issues. Can you hear Thank me? Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. There we go. Later, man. Have a good one. Later. Man, the stream yard is not cooperating tonight. Appreciate you, man, for coming on. Torian, great guy, great athlete. Look forward to, to seeing what you do, seriously, in Vegas. I think you're going to have a, a good career there. You got more comments rolling in as we go. So, Texas Pete, thank you for taking your time to talk with us. God bless you. Kim Center, good luck in Vegas. Continue to shine. Stay humble. Oh, I think this is his mama. She said, love you. Oh, man, I wish I'd had him still on here. Man, you got a good, strong crew behind you. So keep representing, man, doing your thing. Oh, so I'm about to stream the interview with uh, Dante. Uh, I interviewed him last night. It's short. It's about 30 minutes or so. Uh, it's same kind of thing. We we talked about some different topics. It's not just a runoff of the same thing we just discussed, but it's it's similar. Um, he's a O lineman. He's from Colorado State. Was his last recent playing experience. Great guy, great individual. Uh, really humble as well, man. And and that's common amongst O linemen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna try to stream that. Hopefully, we don't have any kind of technical difficulties. It's been a little weird tonight. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Oh oh. Here we got one more comment. Definitely here from my son. Dante's number one fan. So, ah, right, that's mama. Got you. Hey, we'll appreciate you watching. I appreciate you supporting your boy. And, and just know he, he's going to do the best he can, especially just from talking to him, man. Super humble guy. And to be honest with you, a headstrong running back like that is usually not like that. So it's really good to see someone that, that's humble and they're ready to polish their craft further. So, yeah, I'm going to try to stream the the interview with Dante now. Uh, if there's any technical, difficult, technical difficulties, uh, we'll get it lined out, but we should be good. I appreciate you guys all listening and watching. Uh, next Tuesday, I have a, I'll have Evan Willsmore on. Evan is a great guy. He's been on the show before. Uh, we'll just discuss some things with about the Vegas Nighthawks and as well as the merger stuff. Um, I really didn't want to hit a whole episode with the merger stuff, and I, I'm about done with it, honestly. It's it's too much. Every day there's something redundant coming out or some other insider with something else that nobody knew. And, I mean, the information could be accurate as it's coming out, but that's the thing is we can't keep up with that. and We can't stick to one thing and then change it and then go back and yada, yada, yada. It's exhausting. So, Next week, I'll have Evan on. We'll discuss some things, and we'll probably talk about the merger some, but like I said, we're not going to hit it hard unless something concrete 
develops and drops where we can discuss it. Um, it's, I'm not going to keep making content about the same subject. I was hoping in the hiatus and the break that I had that things would drop, but now it's looking to be um, quite a bit before we hear anything. Maybe soon. Who knows? But I appreciate you guys all listening. I'm going to work on these technical issues and see if I can get them aligned um, before my next show Tuesday. But honestly, I think it's just StreamYard. Um, I've done everything on my end, but not sure. I appreciate you listening again. Come back next week and see me. I'm about to stream this interview with Dante, and then we'll close out right after. So, I mean, this will be the end of you seeing me. Um, If you guys got any questions, concerns, comments, check out social media. You can find us anywhere, XFL Insider Pod on Twitter. Everywhere else, just type in the XFL Insider Podcast, and it should pop up. Instagram, not too active on there, just because I tried to upload pictures, and it kept locking me down, so I quit uploading. Uh, But, yeah, should be good to go on all platforms. I'm available, guys. If you want to talk to me or anybody on the crew, I mean, we'll we'll speak, and, and we'll have some conversation. And if you're interested in coming on the show sometime, I'd love to facilitate that as long as you've got some legitimate content and something to talk about. We're not getting opinions and rambles on here. You don't see me doing that. Got some more comments. Checking in. Jay said, thanks, Matt. Then Nick said, ready for our guy, Dante Keyes. Yeah, me too, man. Dante's a good guy. I'm playing it up right now. But anywho, special thanks to the Gridiron crew. Uh, Good relationship there. They've got some great athletes. They've given me the opportunity to interview them, and I greatly appreciate it. Get to know these guys uh, and their different backgrounds and where they're from. It's a good experience. So thank you, guys. Also, thank you for the work you do for these men. I see what you give them and the opportunities that arise for them. So it's noticeable, and it's impactful. So keep doing what you're doing, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, thanks to XFL board and the XFL XFL. I appreciate you. Let me cover the league. <sighs> Hopefully we'll still have the XFL next year, but we'll see. And XFL board, great place to do some discussions, check out some news and other things. I've been partnered with them for the majority of the show, if not all the show. And, and they do some sharing and, and get our content out to a wider audience. So thank you, XFL board. Check them out. I'm about ready to stream this interview. Got a couple more comments. Hey, Dante, what's up, man? Dante said, appreciate you having me on. Then Nick said, appreciate you providing this platform. Always, man. I do it for the love. So appreciate both of you guys. Without further ado, um, I'll go ahead and present the interview with Dante Keys the second. Uh, enjoy it. Let me know how it goes. I'll be watching from the background just in case there's any kind of issues that arise. But thank you guys again. Great pleasure. Great honor. I love this. And and I love being able to drive some content, positive content for these leagues. So thanks again. And here is the interview. Dante Keys the second to the show tonight. How you doing tonight, Dante? Pretty good, man. I can't complain. How about yourself? Not too bad. I'm getting back in the swing of things. I've been off for about 11 days from the show. So, yeah. you know, getting my sea legs under me again. I appreciate you visiting with me tonight. Yeah, I appreciate you for having me, man, for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's always a pleasure getting athletes like yourself on here, giving you a platform, giving you a voice, just discussing things with you. You know, I don't 
we don't really have anything to gain, but it's good to actually get to know your story, your background, and then kind of figure out who you are as a person that makes you the athlete you are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Well, I guess to start off, um, <clears throat> well, as you know, he said, my name is Dante Keys. I'm originally from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, been playing football since forever, man, since <laughs> as young as you can start playing. That's when I started playing. And so, um, you know, I immediately, immediately grew a love for the game, um, grew a love for just every aspect of the game. And, um, you know, I was blessed enough to uh, receive a college offer to uh, go play uh, college football at North Carolina A&T. Um, that's a HBCU in North Carolina. Um, really big shout out to them, North Carolina A&T, uh, Coach Broadway, Coach Rob Broadway, he brought me in. Um, really molded me and really I just really owe a lot to AT for the player that I became. Um just learning physicality, learning the speed of college football compared to high school football. Um learning what what team means. I feel like that's the biggest thing I learned at North Carolina AT. Um learning what, what the word team is and what it means to really be a brotherhood. Um I feel like I really got that experience at at the HBCU, and I feel like HBCU cultures really, really highlight that um that team camaraderie, that brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? So after once COVID hit in um, 2020, you know that's when everybody's world was just shaking up, and so uh, things came things came to an end, and I had to get into the transfer portal. Uh, they ended up canceling my senior season. And so I had to jump in the portal. Um, it was the decision that, you know, I prayed on and thought on and felt like it was the best decision for me. Um, a lot of things happened while I was in the portal. You know, that was a crazy time. And so um, I ended up going to Florida International down in Miami uh, under uh, Coach Butch Davis. Shout out to Coach Butch Davis. Man, that's that's my guy right there. Legendary coach. Um but yeah, I was really blessed to, you know, play up under a legendary coach like that. Is been a head coach for the Cowboys, um, been a coach for uh, many college teams. He just just been around and just being able to rub elbows with him and and you know, soaking some of that game that he has. You know, he has a lot of wisdom. And so um, I actually texted him the other day just to check on him. And like I said, that's really my guy. But um, yeah, so just really grew a lot there. Um, experienced a lot more in life, a lot more with football. Um, you know, Coach Coach Davis, he, he did a great job with the team and trying to teach us all to be better men. And, um, you know, I, I graduated from Florida International in 2021, and then I transferred to Colorado State where I finished up my collegiate uh, career. So that's why I did my uh, grad year. Understood, understood. Now let's let's run it back a little bit. In high school, man, how did your high school career? I mean, you're offensive lineman, so, I mean, what uh, did you play guard or tackle? And then how was your high school years of playing? I mean, were you a stud back then? <laughs> man, I I would say I was, I was a good player. You know, um, I was raw. I had a lot of raw talent, um, still struggling a little technique stuff. Um, but I think a lot, a lot of uh, my high school was affected by my junior year. I broke my foot in the first mm. game. And I was going, I was going crazy that game too. I was getting pancake after pancake. I was like, man, 
be a great season. It's gonna be a great season. And then one thing led to another, broke my foot. So, you know, I had a few colleges looking at me, um, no offers yet, but I had some colleges reaching out to me and stuff like that. But a lot of that stuff died down. You know, that that junior season, man, is that's the money year for, yep. you know, high school guys. So, you know, I wasn't able to play that year. Um, I came back, we got made it to the playoffs and I was able to come back for that one playoff game. And it was a heartbreaking, heartbreaking loss. I forget the exact score, but it it was it was a close game. It was a heartbreaking man, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much. And then you know, my senior year, I just went out there and did what I could, and you know, tried to ball out the best I could. And you know, I was fortunate enough to get a scholarship to play, you know, at NT. So fair, fair. I had, I had to inquire, man, because I know. Back, like, when I played ball, at least, and it's not that long ago, but when a, a, a big, solid offensive lineman came through the ranks of any any state class, you knew who they were, typically. You know, a 6'5", 350 type guy. You, everybody knew him. Everybody saw him. So, I, I was just curious. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My high, school, my high school was known for uh, – we was known for, like, producing a lot of big-time – you know, big offensive lineman. Um, some people I actually looked up to. I don't know if you know uh, his name is Xavier Nixon. He actually played for uh, the Florida Gators and went on to play in the NFL. Um, he was one of like kind of guys I looked up to. Um, young young kid, you know, looked up to him. He played at the same high school, and you know, just shouts out to him. You know, being a good mentor at that age. And, yeah, but my high school we produced a lot of big offensive linemen, so it was pretty normal around there. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Where I come from, <laughs> it was not normal. And, yeah. You know, you had you, you saw even then before I was a coach, before I went on and did other things, you saw the importance of that offensive line because, yeah. man, you went and played a team with some big guys and and they steamrolled you every time. It didn't matter. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, very impactful in the game. People don't give offensive linemen the importance they need, but you guys are needed by far to do so many different things on that field, whether you want to pass the ball or run it. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I know, I know the value of an old lineman now, but uh, yeah, man, it's good that you were able it's, to take your skills and do things with it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of part of the job description though. You know, you gotta, mm -hmm. you gotta love that part of it too, being an offensive lineman. You know, you gotta love the fact that, you know, they're not going to celebrate. Okay. You did that. It's going to be the running backs, the quarterbacks, but you yep. gotta look, part of it too you know we do the dirty work and that's okay yeah the best celebrations you got were watching film seeing the pancakes as you as you right. watched yeah i remember them days man so yeah right. that's pretty cool right. yeah, so in your college career you had to transfer and, and basically you said it was i mean it was due to the covid years i mean we can go ahead and yeah. say it and uh <clears throat> did you feel like that benefited you in the long run or kind of held you back as you as you went on in your college <coughs> career um Honestly, I feel like everything in my life is a lesson. Um, I always look back and say, man, what if I would have did that? Or what if I would have did this different? Or, you know, what if COVID never happened and I stayed, you know? But I feel like everything is a lesson. Everything that happens to me and for me, you know, is, is what's supposed to happen. So, you know, I can't I can't really say it was good or bad. You know, I just feel like it. that's what was supposed to happen for me. Understood. So, yeah. No, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. And and not not trying to throw blame out, but you know, before we even started up the recording, I told you a lot of the guys I spoke with on, on your level, 
they they've said the same thing and a lot of them are just trying to find their place now because them years kind of they kind of messed y'all up on, on getting what you should have gotten the last few years yeah yeah i know a lot of a lot of guys that was amazing amazing athletes kind of fell through the cracks man yep yep amazing athletes yep and then so i mean that's one of the important things and this is kind of off topic but of these spring leagues and the arena leagues like like you're in now all those places are going to give you some experience and opportunities to to move up in those ranks and be shown so but that's what the solid part about all of it is at least you still have that avenue right it's, it's a blessing i'm so thankful you know that i came up and you know graduated and got out of college at the time i did it's a lot of like you said a lot of spring leagues now a lot of other opportunities for guys to get that you know, that opportunity that they need. So it's just a blessing, honestly. Yes, sir. Agreed, agreed. Now let's get on football a little bit. I want to just find out some more about how you tick and what you think. Okay. Tell, tell me what's some qualities needed to be an offensive lineman or to be a solid offensive lineman. What do you think that's needed? Um, you got to be able to run. That's number one. I feel like uh, the game is so fast nowadays. Um, everybody's fast. Defensive linemen are fast. I'm telling you, this last season at Colorado State, it just really hit me like, man, everybody is fast. All of that, you know, <laughs> big linemen just holding up the gaps. Man, that's that's not the game no more. You got to be able to run. That's number one. Um, you got to be able to bend and bend for a long time. got to be able to stay down, keep your hips down, keep your pad level down for a long time, for a long time, the whole game got to be able to do it and um i feel like if you have them two qualities man physicality you know that's a given if you plan if you plan on the college level i feel like you have the physicality at least you may not have the technique or the skill but you at least have the physicality so you know that's a given but just being able to run being in shape and being able to bend for a long time man understood now did you play guard or tackle that's one thing i wanted to recognize so at ant i played left tackle and right tackle at fiu i played left tackle right guard left guard and right tackle and then at colorado state i just played right tackle so so you're versatile is what that yeah. means they, they can stick you wherever yeah yeah that's that's what i try to i try to be you know versatile as possible you know i'll be Working on snapping too, just in case you never know. May have awesome. to yeah. So just try to be as versatile as possible. Yeah, that's that's gonna come in handy, man. Being in the indoor leagues or an arena league or any of those leagues, if you can do multiple skills, they're gonna want you on that roster for sure. So that's a smart man right there. Um, let me ask you, man. If you asked you, if I asked your coaches, hey, what would you say about Dante as an athlete? What would they say? What do you think they'd say? <laughs> man I'm gonna be honest go ahead be honest please a lot of my coaches will say I am a physical offensive lineman uh when it comes when it comes time to practice I'm ready to get to it I'm ready to get physical I'm ready to get down to it I love to practice um I love to have a good time I love to be close with my guys I like to make people laugh so you know, I really, really genuinely in my heart feel like, you know, all my coaches will have good things to say about me um, as far as my techniques and, 
you know, different things on the field. There's always going to be room to improve. Um, but overall, I was, you know, I feel like my coaches would just say, you know, a guy that likes to bring the group together, a guy that likes to play physical and nasty and do the offensive line stuff. I like it. I like it. I mean, that, you're a true offensive lineman, man, the way you talk. It's, I can tell just from you do your job and you go home. I mean, you enjoy it, though. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. I love it. So tell me, what's your best playing experience or what's a good memory that you really hold on to from your athletic career? Um, I have to say my first uh, national championship. Um, I played for uh, – a black uh black college football national championship in 2017. That's awesome. uh, that was my that was my freshman year of college. Um I was just on field goal, <laughs> but seeing my team win that 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 championship at that level, you know, with everything that we had going on during that time, it was just it's just something that I couldn't even imagine. And I just remember how how close it brought my family together it brought you know my my parents and my sister and all my loved ones together my my fam my my teammates my friends it just seems like it just seemed like at that time of my life like everything was coming together and it was because of football really you know football really just made everything in my life make sense so i definitely have to say that that's probably the my favorite memory that's a great memory, man. I wish I wish I could see some highlights from it. I might Google some stuff after this and see if I can just to see what it looked like. Yes, sir. Go watch them, uh, the Celebration Bowl highlights. We went right. 20, 2017, 2018, and 2019. Will do, for sure. Yes, sir. <clears throat> so you value your time at the HBCU highly, I'm guessing, from what, that, that sentiment right there. Oh, man. Words can't even describe, you know, I feel like that's really what made me who I am, you know, being at an HBCU. And um, I feel like you, you learn a different pride for the game. You have a different pride for the game um, than a lot of people don't have. And I can only say that because, you know, I went to, uh, I guess you would say PWIs or different, different uh, types of schools other than HBCUs to where, you know, it it just it just it's a different feeling on game day. It's just a different feeling. Um, it's it's personal, you know. It's personal. It's always personal. But when you got a group of guys that got tears in their eyes, not because it's the championship or not because it's you know they got money on it or something, just just because they love the game, they love HBCU football. It's 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 a totally different experience, man. Man, uh, the few guys that I've talked to that attended HBCUs or or knew people closely, they spoke about them in the same way. And <clears throat> it's unfortunate that, you know, a lot of people don't see what what truly what that means until they do some research and know what the history that's there and the opportunities that are given. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on there that's great for for the society of America in general. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a blessing, man. It's it's just a culture. It's a culture thing, man. It's a totally different football culture, HBCU football. I'm gonna have to go to an event sometime because I've heard so much about it and I have not. But I mean, hearing multiple guys talk about it, I'm gonna have to. No choice. Man, you just you just missed it. Uh, A and T had his homecoming this past weekend. 
Um, they call it Jiho. I don't know if you know. It stands for the greatest homecoming on earth. Gotcha. When I tell, when I tell you, it's you just have to look it up, man. I can't even talk about it. It's the craziest <laughs> thing you ever see, man. I'll check it out, man. For real. I I was trying to Google some stuff on the celebration bowl in the background while you were talking, just so I could throw it up. Um, yeah, man. It's special. Man, it's great that you value those experiences and stay humble throughout this whole thing. And that's even talking to you from the get-go, man. I can kind of tell that's how you were when when we first spoke originally. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so my parents parents did a great job raising me. You know, my mom, hardworking woman, strong woman. My dad, hardworking man, strong man, didn't mind going to work every day, coming home tired, taking care of us, still loving us. they did. They didn't mind doing the hard work, so you know they just rubbed off on me. You know. Understood. Did you have siblings that play sports as well? Um, <clears throat> my sister. My sister played sports when she was younger. I got an older sister, but she she kind of stopped playing sports after a while. Yeah, she was pretty good though. Understood. <clears throat> and let's talk about how about. Tell me more about your IFA tryout. You know, I've heard a lot about this league, and and you're one of the few that I've talked to that actually tried out. So how was that experience? Man, it was a really cool experience. Um, you know, my agents had um, they kind of got in contact me about contact with me about the opportunity, you know, to play internationally, and um, the league had just kind of started getting this buzz out about the tryouts and things like that. So, you know, I just took a chance and I feel like it would get it would be a good opportunity for me to get in front of some different coaches, you know. And at this point in my career, you know, and I feel like that's what it's all about, just taking the opportunities I'm giving and, and just running with them. And so um, you know, I went um they had a trial up in Dallas. So I went up to Dallas and um, you know, I forget the high school it was up at, but it was a beautiful high school, man. It had a, a real big indoor facility inside. Um they had all the like, you know, regular pro day drills set up for us to do. Then we did um we did a really extensive uh individual drill. So it was it was a real, real thorough tryout. It was real thorough. So but man, you know, I I went up there and performed pretty well and the coaches liked me and stuff. So I was blessed, you know, they sent me a, a draft invite to get drafted to one of the teams. So, you know, still trying to see how it's going to play out, see what things go about with that league, you know, being that it's new. But, you know, we're just, like I said, just thankful for that. That's another opportunity, you know what I mean? So. Yes, sir. Getting that name out there a little more, you know. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, your your agents are great, the Gridiron crew. I've I've interviewed multiple athletes from them. I mean, all all good things. Never heard anything bad. I think. They represent you guys well and, and really find a way to give you the opportunities you need for success. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some great people, man. Great guys. Great group of guys. Agreed, agreed. <clears throat> so, I mean, you got – you're in the Frisco Fighters now. Are you excited about that opportunity? Man, I'm, I am I am geeked up about it, man. You know, <laughs> but – uh. You know, I got a lot, I got a few friends that played in um, the IFL this past season, and when I signed to Frisco, they was like, "Wow, you really signed them?" I said, "You know, they're a great football team. They had a great program." So it feel really good to hear that already. You know about the team that you signed to. So, 
you know, I'm I'm thankful to, uh, you know, all the coaches for the opportunity, man. Just got to go in there and perform, you know, try to put my best, my best version of myself out there on the field, try to help the team out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a good team to play on, man. You should have a it's it's not a giant fan following, but they are very loyal. And, and so you should have a good spot there. You know, I, I think it's it's promising for a career. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just ready to get back on that field again, man. <laughs> how long's it been? How long you how long's it been since you touched the field officially, game wise? Man, it seemed like a lifetime, but come at, we're coming up on a year. Coming up on a year, November of last year, I believe. Yeah, coming up on a year. The longest this is the longest I've been in what <laughs> man. It's it's the longest I've been. You know? <laughs> it's been a long time. It sounds like it, man. And hey, I'm telling you, I'll be around the house. I'm like, man, I don't even feel. Man, I ain't got no practice or workouts or nothing to go to. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just ready, ready to get back to it for sure. Understood. So playing for Frisco, are you going to move out that way, or where? What what kind of you playing there? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not too I'm not too far from that area. So gotcha. you know, I'm still still trying to figure out my plans as far as you know what I'm gonna be doing. But I'm gonna definitely be in place when when the coach give me that call, tell me you know it's time to roll. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've heard all good things about that league and that team also. So I think you'll be good, man. No no worries about how how it's gonna go in terms oh, yeah. of. You, you're going to win some games. You're going to play with some solid, skilled athletes. You're going to have some good coaches also. So excited oh, yeah. for you, man. I appreciate that, man, for sure. Uh, so, I mean, I only got a few more questions left, really. And this is this is a quick interview, but very efficient. I feel like we've had a good conversation in the 20 minutes we've been on, for real. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. What What's some of your goals for the future, man? What are you, What are you looking at? Long term, maybe two, three years out. Um, my goal definitely to still be playing, um, still be playing professional football somewhere. Um, my ultimate goal, like I said since the beginning, is to be in the Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame. You know, offensive line home, Hall of Fame, be written down as one of the greatest. You know, and so, you know, I'm gonna just keep working at that till till my body can't no more. Keep grinding. You know, no matter what obstacle may come or detour or crazy COVID disease or anything like that, you know, we just gotta just gotta keep rolling with the punches, man. And that's that's one of my goals. Uh, another one definitely with just uh, being the best dad I can be. Um, I got a little son. Yeah, he was born last year, last March. So uh, you know. Learning how to be a dad, still, I'm still kind of learning, you know, still trying to do do the best I can. But, you know, I had the great example as a father, so it ain't it won't too hard for me, you know. So, being a better dad, and you know, just, you know, growing a relationship with God, continue to do that, you know. And I should have said that first, but that's really the most important thing, you know, just growing that relationship with God and just getting getting stronger and knowing myself, you know what I'm saying. So. I can present the best version of myself to my teammates, to, you know, my lady, to my son, to my family, you know, so just those three main ones. That's awesome, man. <clears throat> I tell you, 
very humble guy yeah, talking to you. I think you're probably one of the most humble I've ever spoken with. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. you got to give thanks life. to the Lord sometimes. So, so I get it, man. Yeah, life will, life will teach you, man. You know, you gotta, you gotta stay humble. You gotta stay, stay the course and keep your head down and keep working sometimes, you know, a lot of stuff you may go through, but you just got to stay, try to stay home as you can, you know. Yes, sir. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Do you, uh, so, I mean, long-term you're, you're trying to be in the NFL. So I'd say in the next two, three years, you're going to be trying to transition to that jump. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As soon as, as soon as they call me or as soon as they give me an opportunity, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm riding with it. So, you know, just kind of just kind of keep working never don't give up you know even though things may look like something or things may not look like something you know what i mean you just got to keep keep grinding keep going for your dreams because hey if you don't somebody else will agreed yep and if you don't nobody's gonna do it for you you, you got to do it yourself right that's the truth so i mean in terms of playing in the xfl or the USFL or whatever we're gonna call it now. I'm not even sure at this point. What's but, the name? The name they came up with. I thought it was. Have they figured out the? There's a few different speculation names that they've trademarked, but nothing official. They haven't. Okay. They haven't concretely said anything that that would tell us what the name is exactly. They trademarked United Football League, and then US. I mean, I'm sorry, in NSFL, which was National Spring Football League. but Okay, I think that one, the NSFL, I did hear about that. So. Yeah, that was the first one, I think, and then the UFL came second. And at this point, I just quit listening because, man, it, 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 every day something new and right. just regurgitating. Right. That's why I'm, I'm glad to have you guys. I mean, I've got uh, multiple athletes that are going to come on and try to fill in this void of content because, I, you know, this speculation isn't really my my scene. I, I'd rather get to know some players and get to know more about you and what you think. Yeah, yeah, I pre I really appreciate that, man. Your platform, like I said, I had a had a chance to take a glance at some of your some of your stuff, man. I'm, it's a really good thing you're doing here, you know, getting people on and letting them tell their story. And, you know, I really think it feel like it'll help a lot of people's career. I appreciate that, man, and that's the goal, honestly. Is you know, it's not, we offer authentic product here and that's, it, it is what it is. It's not, no, we're not trying to get likes and clicks and we're not trying to uh, pick the biggest news to to flash and advertise. I mean, I, I just enjoy the conversations and just like now it's like, I don't know you necessarily, but I definitely feel like I got to know you a lot better in this interview. But yeah, man, in terms of like the XFL or the USFL, do you see yourself possibly playing in one of these leagues someday? Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, especially you know the way things have gone for me, you know, with my football career. Um, I plan on taking any of the best opportunities that come come towards my way. Um, I feel like uh, both USFL and XFL are both great opportunities, you know, for guys that you know trying to make it to the league or guys that are trying to continue their career. You know, guys that really got something to prove. Really, you know, gives them a chance to get back on the field and show what they got. So I'm really, really grateful for them, both of them leagues, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about some of this merger stuff in terms of 
Like in terms of you being a potential player someday, how do you feel about it all? Um, no, personally, I feel like you know it's everything is about business. So it was it was definitely a business decision, a decision that hey, I probably probably wouldn't understand, you know. But hey, long as <laughs> long as they still got offensive line, and I don't care what they call it, or how, how many people merge together, or what. <laughs> as long as they got people that play my position, you know, so I can have that opportunity to come play, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. I mean, it, it it benefits the whole of spring football, the evolution. I know we're still right. waiting on this and that and who's the team's in, who's team's out, but it you see the value in that opportunity and it's just another step up. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. I got a couple friends that I got friends in XFL and USFL, you know, and I kind of, kind of tried to have a little talk with them and see how they was feeling about it, you know. And a lot of people that I know is just kind of, you know, just kind of wondering, you know, what's next, you know. So I feel like it's 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 a good thing, you know. It gives gives that excitement for the spring, you know, that having that football in the spring and giving, like I said, other people the opportunity to play. So. You know, I feel like it's going definitely going to be a whole lot more competitive with, uh, you know, uh, I think they – did they cut down the number of teams or number and of it, – Right now, like, it's all just speculation, and some people are saying it's going to be like a six-and-six six team split or a five-and-five five or just a ten total. So, I mean, there's so much stuff out right now that it, right. we don't know truly what's happening. And I, I think it's just evolving and then no one's keeping yeah. up, you know, they, they hear something that they talked about three, four days ago, and then it changes again. And so anyway, yeah. not sure right now, the way it's sitting, you can expect that there are going to be some jobs cut out, whether it be by players, coaches, staff in general, it, that, oh, that's yeah. how a merger works and typically in, in business. So there will be some staff cut down, um, but we don't know the the severity of that or or what that exactly means. Right, right. I just have to wait and see, honestly. Yep, yep. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard right now, even like in my position, man. I I had a show on October twenty fourth, and I was just like, okay, I don't want to have more shows to talk about this. And like right. our conversation, this is appropriate. This is cool. We're not spending the whole episode on this, you know. But. Yeah. Uh, I had to take a break just because I got tired of it, man. We couldn't get on the show without having that discussion for right, an hour, yeah. hour and a half. So we mm. took. A, I was hoping this news would be dropped. Well, I'm hoping for tomorrow it drops. Honestly, when this airs, so we'll see yeah. what happens. But maybe so, man. I hope so. I hope you find your way to that that team or that league, no matter what it is, man. Because I'd like to talk to you at a game and, and just be able to see you do your thing, you know. Oh uh, yeah, man. I love that. Yes, yes, sir. Got to keep grinding, man. You know, we're going to get there. Keep doing it, man. Keep doing it for your family, your son. Yes, sir. Everybody. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, man. but It's been a good interview, dude. I don't have any other questions for you, really. I didn't want to sit on here for an hour with you. Uh, but this oh, has been yeah. a great experience. Appreciate your, your description, yeah, your insight. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate the opportunity to be on your platform. Like I said, man, it's just a great thing you got going on. I'm just grateful to be a part of it for sure. So I appreciate that greatly. Uh, you're always welcome back, man. If you need something, give me a shout anytime. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll do it. We'll do it. All right, Dante. Be safe, man. I
All right, now we'll speak to you soon. Yes, sir. Good luck. All right, appreciate it.